Welcome in, everybody, to the Can We Kick It podcast. I'm your host, Mike, along with Chuck here. Hey, hey, Mikey boy. How's it going, Chuck? Good, man. How you doing? Good. How was New Jersey? Jersey was great. Visited some friends in uh, in uh, the Upper West Side mm. on Friday night after work. Working there all week. And then um, Saturday, met some other friends in Dumbo. You ever been to Dumbo? Never. You know where Dumbo is? I don't. It's in Brooklyn. Is it a Disney movie? No, oh. it's not the uh, big-eared elephant from the Disney franchise. Then I'm not interested. <laughs> <laughs> Dumbo, no, I've never heard of that. Dumbo is a section of Brooklyn. Interesting. It stands for Down Under Down Manhattan under. Bridge Overpass. Hmm. So we had some breakfast there. And then we went down to the shore for the the rest of the weekend. For your regatta gala. Yes, Catalina Wine Mixer, wrong <laughs> coast. But no, uh, down at the shore, visiting family, uh, did some surfing, uh, kind of shit for waves, but... It was more practice, you know. Look, look decent from the photos. Yeah, it was. There's no uh, California. California, by the way, is all the way to the beach. Yeah. And there were like the break is way out. And this was we were like high tide, and the basically was a shore break, and you get up, and then you ride it for about a second, and then you have to jump off because you're on the sand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. But yeah, so I got good at it, because uh, I didn't have to ride it very far. Nice. But, <laughs> uh, <laughs> didn't take too much. Nah, so then watched um, watched a bunch of shows on the the plane ride back Monday night. Yeah, you were live texting me like both yeah, the finales. I, I love United. Like you get you free messaging, like Wi-Fi messaging on yeah. the plane. So texting Mike uh, throughout the whole. I watched For All Mankind <laughs> and and uh, Westworld season finale, and I was texting it more along For All Mankind, but yeah. uh, Westworld. Both shows were texting uh, during my flight, so it was I, so good. Yeah, but yeah, that was your week weekend. It was good. I just caught up mostly. Um, looking back now, I don't think <laughs> I can't think of what I did. No, no, I think I hung out with my parents. Yeah, but I watched. Um, so this weekend was Jackie's bachelorette party. Oh, so yeah. she was in Fredericksburg. So I had the house to myself. Ah. So I, I, I binged. I think I have like two episodes left of Under the Banner of Heaven. Oh, nice! That show is insane it's great right it's so good i love andrew garfield off the bat yeah but like taba his partner yeah. is so good he's really good that native american guy yeah so good yeah i i think like i really enjoyed him and andrew garfield as well i i wasn't that familiar with andrew garfield but um i enjoyed him in the show yeah uh, and, yeah. and you said you were binging another show, right? Oh, well, I restarted House of Cards, yeah. but yeah, that's, that's a, that's a once every year kind of thing for me. It's been a while since I started it over. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't cancel Kevin Spacey. Um, I mean, he basically plays himself in everything he does. He's just an asshole. So, yeah, I mean, I, I've rewatched Baby Driver since then. Oh, I really yeah. love that movie. Ansel Elgert, man. Yeah. I was trying to remember his name. I was talking about, uh, <laughs> Tokyo Vice to some family members. So I'm like, the guy from Baby Driver, uh, Egord, Egord <laughs> or something. I couldn't remember his name. Ansel Egord. Okay. Dude, I forget, like, John Hamm is in yeah. Baby Driver. Jamie Foxx, Kevin Spacey, John Hamm. Uh, John Bernthal? John Bernthal. Yeah. It's a great cast. So good. It's a great movie. Yeah. I remember, like, seeing the trailer for it. I was like, oh, this looks good. Yeah. And then never watching it, and then, like, watching it a year later. Actually, I watched it on a plane. Yeah. And I'm like... Much on the plane going, <laughs> this is like one of the coolest movies ever. <laughs> like, I don't know. I had the opposite. I saw the trailer and I was like, not interested. <laughs> and then like, I think I went to see it with my parents and I was like, wow, this is actually really good. Yeah. Yeah. So that's funny. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, House of Cards is a vice for me. But I, I think I've watched it, all of that except for like the last season. You're fine. Okay. Good. Yeah. The last <laughs> season is just a train wreck. Yeah. Yeah. They really, they should have just stopped the show. Kevin yeah. Spacey's out, loving, love Robin Wright, but the show's done. I'm, yeah. Uh, Robin just, Wright Penn? Yeah. Well, no, they're divorced. Oh, Yeah, sorry. so she's just Robin Wright now. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, but, so you were in Jersey. You did a little gambling. Oh, man. So we got to talk a little Chuck's gambling corner. I'm first going to say we really need, for two things. Yeah. We really need, like, new politicians in Texas. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter what side you're on. No. Republican, Democrat. We need new people in Texas. Hey, we don't have gambling. No. I'm not saying, like, uh, compulsive gambling, all this or that. No. 
I, I literally, my strategy, like, I got to New Jersey, go to Louisiana. I put $25 into my DraftKings Sports uh, book account. That's it. Yep. Don't touch it. Or don't add any more money. Whatever. The other thing is fix the electricity grid because... Yeah, that's another thing. My, How am I supposed my, to place bids without my, electricity? My freaking kilowatt, uh, cents per kilowatt hour is like doubled from February. Like, I went to renew a contract. Yeah. And like... It's ridiculous, and the bill's gone through. Anyway, it's a different yeah. topic. Dude, we're yeah. not we're not Texas Grid review show, but no. But I got a two year contract on mine, so I lucked oh, out. Oh, nice. Yeah. See, I always usually sign like three to six months because yeah. I just prices usually go down. Yeah. yeah, I yeah I usually only do a year, and this time I was like, oh, two years, and I'm like, Whoa. did it smart because yeah. when I went to renew in June. The price was like fourteen cents Crazy. a kilowatt, and I'm like, "Oh, this is. Uh, I'll just wait. I'm I'm gonna write it out for a couple of months and pay the variable rate. And now it's sixteen <laughs> cents. Like every single contract is like thirty six months. I'm like, I'm not signing a yeah. thirty six month sixteen cent yeah. kilowatt. I ran the, I ran the rate in my neighborhood, and it's like eighteen cents a kilowatt yeah. for like two years. Yeah. I'm like, no way. Yeah. yeah, this is the most ridiculous thing. I guess the good and bad of deregulation is. Once something fails and they have to improve it now, yeah. it's skyrocketing the cost plus cost of fuel and everything else. But yeah, man, it's, anyways, it's, it's disheartening. But yeah. back to the the gaming. At least make sports gaming legal. Don't yeah. you don't have to build big casinos, whatever. No. But anyway, when I was up in New Jersey, I placed gold bets the first first uh, day and for the weekend soccer matches, and I. Uh, I placed like two like actual games on that Saturday and then two long term bets. But I was one for one or one for two on Saturday. So I was up like thirty four bucks or yeah, something that, like that. that. Draw, you and, lucky mofo. But then so I took that money. I took <laughs> I had thirty four dollars and then we were I was we were watching the NASCAR race on Sunday with my uncle. And so he's like, I think Martin Truex Jr. is going to win. Like, he needs to win to get in the playoffs, which I learned what NASCAR playoffs are. And yep. I had no idea what that was until this weekend. And so I'm like, all right, I'll put a 10 spot on Marty, you know. And because he, he was like, he if he got a win, he would automatically qualify. And he had won yeah, at yeah. that racetrack or whatever. Dover. Dover. Um, Monster Mile. And, and so. I know a little NASCAR. They, no, sorry, it wasn't Dover. It was Richmond. No, so it was Richmond. It was yeah, like yeah. 0.75 mile track. Yep. So they did like 500 laps. I don't know. Yeah, it's a three quarter mile. Yeah. And so I put five hours on him, and we're watching the pre race. And one of the commentators like, I like this guy. It was like 2,500 odds. And so I'm like, oh, I'll put five dollars on him. Neither one of them came close <laughs> to winning. And so I, I had 19 dollars left, and I'm like, all right. Let's see what's Sunday. Oh, li- or Monday. Yeah, because that was Sunday. So Monday, Liverpool and Crystal Palace. Yep. And I'm like, oh, Liverpool drew the first game. They're lost a few players. They're, some new players are getting integrated. I, well, and I was like, oh, maybe I'll do like Crystal Palace to win. It was like plus 2500 It was like oh, ridiculous. Yeah. I'm like, maybe I'll just put this $19 yeah. in to win. I put a draw and it was like, I don't know, plus 1000 or plus five, whatever it was. And so I put $19 on it. I won $114. Mother. And Crystal Palace was winning one nothing at halftime. Yeah, and I was like, oh, I should have put that on that. And then then uh, Nunez gets a red card. Yeah. And then they score after that. Yep. Only a moment of brilliance from, uh, I forget which. Diaz, Lee, I think. Lee, yeah, Luis yeah. Diaz. So they ended up 1-1. So I won $114. And then I immediately cashed it out. So like, I was up um, like a... Like a hundred, like a hundred eleven dollars from my twenty five dollar thing. Yeah, and so there's other. I usually went on soccer, which is ridiculous. Like, yeah, it just whatever it is. Yeah. I have a you good call time. draws yeah. so often. It's ridiculous how good you're at. You are uh, at that. Well, that's why I love soccer game because <laughs> there's like three options, yeah. and there's a lot of draws in the Premier League. That's true. Um, so I, you know, there's been times where I've. Bet my twenty five dollars and won nothing and came home with zero, but then I stop. I don't make any more bets if I don't win. But I think that put me up like on the entire year. I'm up like five hundred dollars, like six hundred. Like it's just from just for travel. I put twenty five dollars in there every like, every trip I take to Louisiana or New Jersey. And yeah, it's been ridiculously beneficial. Um, 
for that. So lucky dog. Yeah. Now I'm like, uh, oh, we're going to New Orleans for Next your weekend soon. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. So. I got some. I got some money to put on college football. So smaller games are that Saturday, and the big one yeah. for me is Vanderbilt at Hawaii, and I'm oh, taking yeah, Hawaii yeah. at plus two twenty. Did um, I was reading something about the college football season? So I put I put like on my last trip somewhere I forget wherever it was last I put before this where I I put um like ten bucks on Alabama to win the national championship. It's I mean the pay. odds are I mean, yeah, it, they're probably it pays like, like yeah. it pays like cash out of like twenty five dollars. Like it doesn't <laughs> do anything. Yeah, they're like plus one ten. They yeah. say like it was reading in like the playoff air, the top it was like ninety percent Someone in the top four at the preseason ranking wins a national championship. Yeah, so it's ridiculous. Like, yeah, and, and so I know, like A and M was on the outside. Like there were five or six. I think maybe they're ranking. Yeah, they're sixth. Yeah, but um, they better win. I've got two hundred dollars on A and M to win it. Basically, it was like Alabama, Georgia, and Ohio State against the field. Like there's bets for either any of those three teams against the field. Yeah, but when I was doing the research for this upcoming trip. Um, US, I didn't know USC got like everybody from Oklahoma. Like, That's such, I, mean, I know their yeah. coach, but they have yeah. like their start, their quarterback, their star Which, wide receiver. Their they quarter- just got their wide receiver coach or something like that. Like, yeah, just now their their quarterback actually just visited College Station, so there's rumors that he's on the fence and that A and M is throwing millions at him in NIT <laughs> <laughs> or NIL. Well, maybe yeah. he's not doing well in, against the other quarterbacks at USC, and that's the writing on the wall. Yeah, right? who just did that? Some quarterback somewhere was like, "Oh, I'm not making the starting. I'm retiring from college." Oh, the LSU, from LSU, LSU, uh, Spencer, yeah. uh, Boucher. I don't know. Somebody yeah. was um, Bobby Boucher. Yeah, but he didn't play last year. He was hurt, and then like he started some his sophomore year, and then he. I don't think he, yeah. he was going to be like. Yeah, you're not a Brian Kelly recruit. You're not going to play. Yeah, but yeah, it's, with his I don't know, man. fake Southern accent. <laughs> yeah, you know, now he's like he probably talked with like an Indiana accent. He's at Notre Dame. Yeah, <laughs> then he came down and spoke at like the LSU basketball halftime. Yeah, and he was like, "We're going out there and we're going to win a national championship." Everybody was like, "That's the worst Southern like, accent." I'm gonna be on some, you know, yeah, go Tigers. Yeah, <laughs> see, I liked Ogeron for the most part, but anyways. Yeah, man. Next weekend, we're going to do some betting. It's going to be fun. Yeah. Like I said, I've never bet in New Orleans because I've only yeah. gone out, like, out. So I've never been to the casino. I've never been to anything yeah. in, well, in New Orleans. We're going to go to Harris. It's in town. We're going to we're gonna go to the sports area. Going to lay, lay some money on the ponies. Yeah. It's going to be a good time. Yeah. No, nice, man. Um, you ready to talk about Westworld? Yeah, season speaking finale. of bets that aren't paying off, let's yeah. talk about the Westworld script and the season finale. Speaking about <laughs> anti-Chuck's winnings and, uh, and gambling, yeah. something that went the other direction. What do you think? So we're going to talk about the season in general and the finale and where we think we're going to go from here. So yeah. just a quick recap in the finale. Basically, you have William... Playing Red Dead Redemption to New York City or three because we already have two New York and everybody's turning on each other. Everybody's fine. We William is just mowing people down and he's heading for the Hoover Dam. He's heading for the Forge. He wants to take out the Sublime as well. Um, Hale, surprise, surprise, Haloris lives because apparently William, who's shot a gajillion people either his host or William shot her just off center enough that it didn't hit the pearl. Um, she heads out to the dam to stop him. <laughs> um, she dies. He dies. She gets the pearl out. Basically you have a pearl. Stomps that's under, it out. Stomps yeah. the pearl out, which yeah. is Dolores, <clears throat> Dolores storyteller pearl, which is it Dolores prime? Yeah. Is it Dolores? copy is it lawrence as lawrence dolores is it i mean yeah. we don't know what it is yeah um and then um we got caleb and frankie uh go into the boat led by Stubbs. Stubbs gets killed by clem frankie makes it to her wife on the boat caleb can't stay 
He's got the twitch. He's a robot. Yep. <laughs> he's he's going to um, melt in his body. He's yeah. got the twitchies in his, his arm. So good by him, yeah. And Christina, uh, you know, has fully realized that she's not real, um, or at least in this world. And she's a storyteller, the creator. She realized she makes up everybody around her. Maya, Teddy, the boss. Um and then we end with Hale basically killing William, killing herself. But she left one thing for Dolores. And it is, there's one more game. And we end with Dolores back, the beautiful music from Sweetwater. And yep. we end up with Dolores back on the train getting off in Sweetwater. Thoughts. Wasn't a great finale. Was not. I mean, when you set it up with the penultimate that they had, yeah, where you get people dying left and right, and you're like, oh, they're like probably really dead, and then you're like, oh. But then everybody else dies in this episode yeah. again. Well, we're assuming, you know, Dolores says uh, humanity's going to die, and their sentient life on Earth is going to cease to exist. Yeah. Haloris uh, crushed her pearl. Host yeah, William right. Host William is presumed dead, but I mean, could he be brought back in the slime? S- s- the slime. Yeah, the, the slime, slime next mm-hmm. year. Um, did they miss his host ball and then like like next thing next begin next season he wakes up and goes and types in code in the Hoover Dam and opens the sublime like I mean we don't know. Like it's just there's <laughs> he goes back alive and it's Terminator, he's got like half of his face exposed. <laughs> it's like robot, yeah. like oh my god. Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> is uh, there. <laughs> yeah. I think it's, yeah, I, so it's like one final test, right? That's what they've built us all into is like, so in our world, everybody will die. Yeah. And the sublime will continue on because the Hoover Dam will forever be powered until the sun, like, fries the earth and there's no more water left to power the Hoover Dam, essentially, right? Let's say yeah. it's a billion years. Okay. So she's going to do this test. They're going to bring everybody back. <laughs> yeah, I mean, pretty much if they're in the sublime, everybody yeah. can be there. It'd be interesting to see if it's, like, uh, OG William, like, Jimmy Simpson. Yeah, young William or or Man in Black. And I think they've got to bring back young William for this. Totally. Because if you're doing one more test, and it's like, is the test going to be, like, does, instead of, does Jimmy... The young William break good instead of break bad. And right. That but th- seems to be the whole thing is like there's all these choices. Yeah. There's like contrast of light and dark. Like where she, I think, like was choosing a dress and it was like a light well, dress. Well, the shoes. Of, like, yeah, the shoes. Aside, and then even black. William. Yeah. Like man in black robot when he like <laughs> he got shot up in the truck and he was like, oh, I got, oh, look at that. There's a horse. Oh, there's a couple of horses. And there were black and white horses. Yeah. It's all this contrast between good and evil. Which one did he pick? I didn't, did he pick the black one? I think he picked the black one. Yeah. yeah I think that's the way he went. That's yeah. a good question. I say that now I don't remember. But yeah. Um, but yeah, it's all this contrast of good and evil. And th- I think that's what ultimately the test is going to be is maybe she re-interacts with William to see if he, like, changes for the better anyway. Because maybe he's the ultimate test for humanity. He's, what? like, the worst of ed- everybody. And I think that's the whole thing with with their commentary about free will versus determinism, right? Yeah. Because if determinism is the truth, then they're going to make the same choice every time. Because we're on our same loops and we often, you know, only outliers usually break through the loop. We're going to take, you know, 99% of the time you're going to make the same choice over again. Oh, don't forget. Yeah. She, uh, Holoris actually did cut out William's brain ball and crushed it and then crushed her own. Oh, okay. I know she cut out his. I couldn't remember if she crushed. Yeah. She scalped him. (laughs) Yeah. I remember, I remember seeing that now, the opening. Yeah. Yeah. It just clicked in my brain when I was reading it, but yeah. Good research. She killed him and then she killed herself, which was just like, okay, cool. Your little function thing, which she had an original OG face. Yeah. Versus the back of the head thing. Yeah. I didn't even think of, I wonder, well, she got put in the new body though. Remember? Because the new, the, <laughs> he like tried the, to stab her and it like didn't go. The new right. old body, like yeah. the original Dolores um, metal versus the um, the meat bags, <laughs> meat bags. Uh, but yeah, she meat wanted popsicles. to be that. Yeah, so like she got put in the old school body, 
after after she got shot in the head and stabbed. But she she wants to she wanted don't uh, don't get rid of my scars. You yeah, <laughs> yeah. I want to remember something. Or, yeah, yeah. like not the face. Yeah, <laughs> not the face. I want him to see this face when I when he dies. Yeah. Yeah, it's it just like I don't know. But we even talked about: Are they even gonna be able to do a fifth season? Well, that's the thing. I mean, what is? I think just on that point, as we're kind of jumping around, but that fifth season hasn't been renewed. Um, I think a lot of people would have loved, especially if the fifth season is not going to be renewed, to have last week be the ending because the way it ended um, in the penultimate versus where we are in this at the end of the season. But, yeah, I mean, there's rumors swirling around because of the takeover by Discovery Plus and their slash and they got rid of 90 million Batman film. What are they going to try to do? You're going to, you know, Westworld's 100% on the bubble, a really expensive show that's has very little following. They're going to, that would be, you know, on the chopping block for sure. I think the only way my thought is, is that it depends on what they're going to do. Yeah. I think if Joy and Nolan go into the new executives and say, Hey, we're we're going back to we're looping back to season one. Anthony Hopkins is coming back. Yeah, and for this is Ford's narrative, and this is this, the loop. Like we've seen the narrative, but however it is, like Robot Ford or whatever, we're gonna finish his narrative. Yeah, I think that's the only way they can sell it. Because for sure. Also, but I think you're gonna have, or they bring back. Everybody, including Ford, but then it's going to be really expensive. Yeah. Um, yeah. Discovery is like, whoa, 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 guys. We just <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Axed, stop the clock. Yeah, we just axed Batwoman. Yeah. Or whatever that movie was. Yeah. Let's save another 40, 50 mil and just not do Westworld season five. Yeah. No, they could save a ton of money, especially for the the ratings. Yeah. The, they, it's hard to rate because a lot of people, a lot of people are. You know, watching it on the streaming versus live on HBO. Yeah, a lot yeah. of people are watching on illegal streams. Right. I mean, the show, you follow the Reddit thread, tons of people are commenting on it. A lot of people are watching. A lot of people came back after season three. Yeah. But I just, uh, I don't, I don't see it. I think it's 50-50, like, of it coming back. I hope it does because I'd love, I hate when shows don't get their full... Run out, yeah. Like a really good show that I only watched on Netflix. Manifest, like (laughs) three seasons. Yeah. Apparently, Netflix is supposed to be producing that to finish out their six season arc, but I haven't heard anything more on it. But like, I watched the three seasons and this all wasn't coming. NBC had canceled. I'm like, what? Like, I I wasted this time to not see an arc carried out. Yeah. Mind Mind Hunter. Yeah. On Netflix. Two seasons. Yeah. They were building up BTK. Yeah. And then, pff, yeah, not coming back. David Fincher, sorry. Well, I think you and I were probably the only people watching it. But oh, I knew a handful of people watching Mindhunters. Yeah. Of course, they were all the kind of, you know, they all love true crime yeah. podcasts and shit. But, yeah. But, I mean, I think enough people that watch, that listen to true crime podcasts would watch that show. Yeah. I mean, Netflix has a ton of documentaries and stuff about killers and all true. that. And I, I watch all of them. Just keep I sweet, like man. Just keep sweet. <laughs> <laughs> keep sweet and obey. <laughs> keep sweet and obey or pray. Oh, that was so fucking, messed up. That was wild, dude. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. I hope it gets to finish out. Yeah. I hope they come, like, I hope, like, Nolan talks him and he's like, guys, I'll do it right. Just give us a shot. And he just comes, like, swinging. But, you know, this, the executive discovery are going to be like, um, can we have Chip and Joanna Gaines <laughs> guest star? Like Cameo. Yeah. Maybe we use some of their product placement and yeah. uh, have them remodel. Uh, they could be hosts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I I don't know. It'll be... I think that's when HBO gets their hands like too far into it because it's like, hey guys, Game of Thrones, this is the last season. Oh, by the way, Ed Sheeran is making a cameo. 
Hey, I've never heard one of Ed Sheeran's songs, but he really rocked it on Game of Thrones. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, where's Taylor Swift? We couldn't get her in there, too? Yeah, you couldn't get her in there. She was busy doing an episode of New Girl. God, it's sad I know that. Anyway, Oh, she was on the New Girl? She was on one episode of With New Zoe Girl. With Zoe Dash Channel? Zoe Dash Channel at Coachella. <laughs> <laughs> at Coachella Music Festival. Yeah. The office people watch it. <laughs> uh, I've also been rewatching that since I had to resubscribe to Peacock. Oh, yeah. Um, and it was also in traveling in hotels. Yeah. You forget about all the stuff that's on regular channel. I'm like... <laughs> Oh, The Office, Freeform. What is that? Yeah, is that a yeah. real channel? Yeah. Oh, um, TBS is running a marathon of The Office? Okay. <laughs> like, it's on every channel. Yeah. I would flip through channel and be like The Office, and then next channel would be like American Dad, next channel would be The Office, yeah. and next would be like Family Guy, and next would be American Dad. Like, I literally watched The Office and American Dad like, from the hotel. That was <laughs> oh it. Uh, but That's great. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they do with Westworld. I, I mean, Ed Harris is pretty big, but you got to imagine he'll come back. So will Evan Rachel Wood, James Marsden, which her and James Marsden are like they said. I mean, they're each other's cornerstone, but like they're the foundation of this whole show. Yeah. I so mean, how will they close it out? <laughs> will they live like in peace forever in the Sublime? I don't know. Well, that's what's going to be interesting because in this season, a catch it says like. Everybody's living their own, yeah, their own version of Sublime. Yeah. So how do you? So Dolores, we see her Sweetwater is that her own version of Sublime, right? And are we just in the simulation? Or is it just now everything is a simulation? I think so. I mean, basically everything is a simulation because yeah. it's just data in a cloud, yeah. And this data is running its own. She's she's now in control of the Sublime and can run whatever program she wants, and all the hosts. All the people living in the Sublime are now subject to her code. So but do you think... I mean, everybody's kind of based off her code. That's true. Anyway, but do you think that, like, when she runs her simulation the Sublime, everybody... It just copies everybody who's already... You know, brings everybody as a copy into hers, or it brings everybody out of their own world that they're doing? I think it's that one. Yeah. The, they'll... Yeah, to see how they interact and see... Right? Because it's all... It's all this whole <laughs> I can't believe we're even having this discussion. Like oh, what, yeah. what does this mean? Yeah, like, what, what does this it, even mean? Like it, this whole thing about like, oh, it's what is it what is it a, a test? Like, my God, how many tests are there? There's been five tests so far. One every season. It I still don't understand it. <laughs> yeah, and that's where I mean, I was talking to somebody this weekend, because uh I took a picture on the plane. I was going to watch Interstellar because it was on the United so, app yeah. on the plane. Yeah. And I, but I was talking to somebody about Interstellar this weekend. And we were talking about the bookshelves in, when Matthew McConaughey is mm. in in the um, the black hole or whatever. the Yeah, the, uh, the Tesseract, I believe is what they yeah. called it. Yeah. And he's not, you know, he's communicating with his daughter. It's like... Like, how did that happen, right? <laughs> so, I mean, like, uh, I mean, I know, like, time is different, and but, you know, he's communicating with his young daughter, but he goes through, there. Through gravity. Yeah. Like. I mean, it's just, I mean, maybe because I'm just a simple plebe, but, like, <laughs> like that's in the there, like, I love that movie. Yeah. And. I think sometimes I love things that I don't understand because yeah. I want to understand and I spend time trying to understand. And I feel that way about Westworld half the yeah. time because I'm like, okay, so wait, this was what? And like, it's still, at, if they do a season five at the end, it could be like, you know, what does Ford wake up at his house? Like as a kid with his little dog, you know, right. and then it's like. Oh, that was a weird dream. You know, like, yeah, yeah. Like it's all a simulation. It's all a dream. It's all. Yeah. He wakes up and he's like back in his lab with uh, Arnold. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what we don't. Oh, no. Yeah. I mean, only two people know. Yeah. It's Jonathan Nolan and Lisa Joy. Right. And I don't even know if they know where they're going. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would imagine they. I would hope they had an idea of where they wanted the show to go by now. I would imagine in order to sell this at this cost, they would have to know um, what's up. But 
It was it was a tough beat. I mean, for the season finale, it's like, cool, we're going back to Stillwater. And it's like, we were already here. Can we go to Coliseum World, please? Rome, Rome World? Yeah. Gladiator well, World? Well, I mean, you may, I mean, you may get into that, right? I mean, we saw, we know there, there's a set out there for yep. that. But, I mean, it's nostalgia. It's, it's what Brockmire says in Brockmire. Baseball, it's nostalgia. Yeah. It's the nostalgia. Yeah. Like, the only part, so I was excited at the beginning and the end. And the reason the end, because I'm like, oh, sweet, we're going back to Westworld. Season one was so good. Yeah. Like, we're going back to Sweetwater. This is what made it good. The train, the piano, yeah. the, um, Dolores and the blue dress and the blonde hair. Like, it's nostalgia. It's going back to the thing we liked. And when they started leaving the parks, that's when we didn't like it. True. And actually, one of my favorite episodes of the season was when they're Temperance World. So good. I think the one or where they're yeah it was like two episodes yeah, yeah. The, honestly those are my stay favorite. in the parks yeah that's the key yeah I I think it even like but I mean the New York Park was not that great no, so I was say that was, yeah. but that wasn't even that was just I don't even know what it was I don't yeah <laughs> yeah but I don't know I think what are your thoughts as a season of the season as a whole you know from uh, it was nuts up, to guts, and then it was down. Like I thought it was a good season overall. They yeah. got back to what their basics. It got back to what they were about. Yeah, first season amazing. Second season good. Third season what? Yeah, was that fourth season? We're back on track. So how would you rank the seasons? Probably one, four, three, two. Uh, one, four, two, three. Yeah, that's my. That yeah. would be exact same yeah. as me. So, and that's what a prestige show with some of the world's best actors and we just watched it second best season, but we're complaining about it. Yeah, right? that's true. I mean, yeah. it make, but it's, it's that level of expectation. Yeah. The like, bar was set so high with season yeah. one. Yeah. Well, and that's what the Dude, problem the with some of these shows are. <laughs> yeah. Just like every movie that's, uh, that's has sequels. Yeah. Usually like it goes downhill each one because you can't recapture that magic yeah. of the first time to see it. And I mean, I think the uh, Game of Thrones had the same problem. Once they got back the past the book stuff, how do you close this out? Yeah. And you know, that's why I like the last season. Almost no one else does, but like these amazing shows, how do you close it out with yeah. a satisfactory ending? Yeah. I almost, that's almost like the Sopranos ending because it just, it just ends. It's it just, just like, ended, yeah. you don't know, you don't know what happened. It yeah. doesn't try to close anything. Right. It just leaves it ambiguous. Yeah. I mean, cause that's life, right? People just keep moving on. So why does the show need an ending that closes everything off? Because life just keeps happening. And that's the Sopranos, right? That was about a family's life. And like, what's world has to end, right? You would like to think, but so in this season, cause this was a question that I yeah. had for you when I was driving over here, I thought of it. You get one Emmy for acting for season four. Who's it going to? So uh, I would, I'm going to list three candidates. Okay. And then I'll give you my winner. The first one was, um, I think, Ed Harris, the Men in Black. He's on my list. As as both Men in Black and Human William. Yep. I love the scenes where he's acting with himself. Oh yeah, <laughs> where, uh, where they is like they call it HIB, host in black, and then the man <laughs> in black. Black. That's pretty good when they're chatting with each other, and he's questioning his reality, and <laughs> the human man in black is just taunting him. You know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so I mean, I think there's been. I mean, Ed Harris is an amazing actor. Oh, yeah. It's amazing he did this show. Yeah, yeah, and then I think I kind of have a. I almost want to say Tessa Thompson as Hale and Tandaway Newton as um, Maeve. as Maeve, yeah. but they didn't. No fault of their own, because they're two high quality actors. Yeah, and given better material, they would easily should have been nominated. Should be nominated for Emmy, but the writing was terrible for both of them. I yeah. thought and. Just the dialogue this season kind of shat the bed for the most part, especially yeah. when you're doing a lot of talking. Yeah. Um, 
but I think the best was Aaron Paul. I think yep. they, I think they almost focused on him too much as because last season they didn't make it. You invest in him enough. Like you didn't know why. Yeah, he was in season three. Why, <laughs> like, why, why is he Aaron was, Paul in this all of a sudden? And, and why is he special? Is he real? Like, yeah, and and he was just kind of like almost underacting, and that was the this they gave. They came with fire for him in the script, yeah. and the way he emotionally acts, like he did in Breaking Bad. I just think he, to me, he would probably be the only one that's nominated um, for an award in this season. He probably will be the only one. Yeah. I don't. I don't think you're anything for for any writing production, and but I think. I mean, I think if anything, it'd be Aaron Paul. Yeah, maybe Ed Harris. I don't, I don't know. I think Tessa Thompson. I mean, like, I think my favorite scene of hers in this season was when she's watching the people dance. And yeah. She's like, chair. Oh, that and was she's like, God is lazy. And I was like, all right, that may be your Emmy moment, but that's it. Like, that was a brilliant, that, that part was great. And that's kind of highlights the early on in the season how the first, at least the first three or four, like, roped you back in. Yeah. Uh, Blanca was watching. I think three the other night. I'm like, man, I forgot how good this was. Right. Just even like, I think in three, when we first see Bernard, it was either two or three. And, you know, him and Stubbs are eating in the diner. And it says, I saw this. I never, it said roads and diner. Like, it's like the end of the road for something. But just that part, and he's predicting everything. And then he goes, you're not going to have time to reach for the gun. And then he, you know, I mean, just that. Just looking back at the early part of the season, how how good it was, and it was rubbing back, back in. And then the finale, it starts off banging. Like, I loved the first, the pre-credit. Yeah. The, yeah, the pre-title. Yeah, pre-titles. Yeah. Yeah, when the, the people are just killing each other in the city, and the guys oh, sniping people away. Yeah, just the whole scene. I mean, there wasn't even, I mean, besides Stephen Ogg is the name of the, I think his name was Rebus in the first season. Yeah. The mutton chop guy, yeah, and he's like, he's all excited, and there, and then he gets got, yeah, and then you see the sniper coming. It's like almost like I think I texted you on the plane. Is this American Sniper, like with Bradley Cooper, <laughs> yeah. like young Bradley Cooper up there? And then he comes down, and you see him like, you know, he's camping. He had been camping up, sniping people, and then he comes and he gets the keys and beep beeps the truck he's walking over the truck and all of a sudden you you just <laughs> he gets got yeah uh, and then ed harris is walking behind him and he's like fucking camper <laughs> it's like yeah. i bet like when ed read the script he's like what is this what's camper yeah he yeah. had no idea yeah um i but, love how it was just a, a whole game for them yeah the guys just camping out and i love how the guy with the mutton chops he's like that lady's like, you got to get me out of here. And he's like, are you serious? This is amazing. Yeah. Like, he's into it. Like, it's so funny. Well, I think, I think it's like, I think that's the thing. So some of the hosts that they brought back in whatever world that were here, this is, they're enjoying this because this is what was happening. They were being hunted yeah. as hosts. They now get to play the game yeah. instead of being played. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I think. I mean, if there's a season five, I'm going to watch. I just uh, the finale. I don't know where, where they, where else they could have gone with it, though. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what really. What really was the point of this season? To watch the end of the world. I mean, I guess if you look at over all the seasons and last season. Because I keep hearing people say, oh, you have to watch season three to know what's going on in season four. Well, in season three, Rehoboam predicted the end of civilization 23 years from now. And then, like, first mass casualty event seven years from now. And then, you know, Rehoboam predicted all the stuff that happened in season four. So, I guess it's just season four is showing you how we get to the end of civilization. And now all that's left is going to be sublime so future thinking question for you in the sublime with Dolores' test and everything 
whatever she creates, you think she's going <laughs> to... I don't even know how to say this. It's just like thinking about it. <laughs> Do they bring back human people as well? Are fly-controlled humans, or is it just host? And then is there any... Do they reopen the sublime and the host, whoever's in the sublime, will now come back and inhabit the earth? Possibly. I think it's going to be because, right, the whole purpose of the park. Yeah. Was they were mapping people's coats. Yeah. And I think, I think regular people, right, not that they're human anymore, yeah. but their software version of themselves will be in the park. We'll be in the test, right? Even for whatever reason, <laughs> Bernard scanned Frankie's code. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we we know Bernard scanned her code. So yeah. does he upload that in Sublime? And is, like, Caleb and all these others uploading the Sublime, too? I think so. <laughs> it's just Avengers. It's just going to be one big, like... Yeah. <laughs> huge <laughs> casting for this last season. I don't know. But... Yeah, I think it's going to be a test. I think... I don't think they'll come out of the sublime. I think that world is lost. Yeah. And, <laughs> you know, we were... T- we, you know... Because Bernard even said, like, the, their species will... Or humanity or whatever he said, will go extinct. And there's only one world that they can save, and that's the sublime. And, I mean, even... I'm, we don't know necessarily how many other survivors there are out there now that the world has gone to shit. Yeah. But, like... <laughs> The only people we know that we saw leave that were human was Frankie and her girlfriend. Yeah. So it's like, well, they certainly can't create offspring. So they're certainly, you know, it's certainly going to go extinct because no more humans will be born, theoretically. Yeah. Well, and that's what we don't know if there's any... Others. Men. Yeah. We, we know that there is... Frankie and his or her wife or girlfriend or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then some other woman that was in the outlier crew. And Jay's gone. Do we know if there's any, like, can humans probably, and maybe that's the mass, I mean, maybe that's the end of sentient life because yeah. there's nobody left to repopulate the earth. Yeah. And that's maybe like where, you know, I think this. For a lot of stuff about how the five seasons kind of relate to the Bible, the first five books of the Bible. And this is like Moses leading his people to the promised land. And now, like, will the fifth season be, I think it's um, Deuteronomy. And it's like, it's basically like, all right, we're in the promised land. Here's the laws. Here's what we need to obey. Um, here's who's succeeding. Dolores, that was God, right? Or whoever, the humans who are God. Like, I can see it almost being more of, and it kind of relates to that if that's going to, if we're going to continue on this, like, first five book of the Bible themes that's been talked about with, um, with, and there's a lot of shows and stuff that I've heard this on, how each season relates to um, the first five books, but Mm. I was just looking at Deuteronomy, and it's basically... You know, a lot of code and laws defining how they should conduct themselves in the promised land. Hmm. So it makes sense. They're in the sublime. That's their promised land. And now Dolores is running. Is going to run the storyteller. Yeah. To see if they can observe their rules or laws. I don't know. I'm just trying to. It would make sense, but we'll see what what happens. I just want to see, like, a paper that Nolan was like... I want to see his outline. Oh, I want to go after this theme. Yeah. And I want to try this idea. Like, give me, the th- like, your baseline of, like, what you wanted to play with in yeah. terms of, like, sci-fi stuff. Yeah. Like, <laughs> interstellar. Well, we want to talk about black holes, and we want to talk about uh, time dilation and general, you know, uh, relativity and all this stuff. That I can get behind. Westworld, I think it's just, like... Well, we took some magazine letters and we made a word, and this is what we're going with. What? I don't know. What's no. so confusing? See, I disagree with you a little bit. We don't disagree much. Yeah, yeah. It's super confusing. I agree on that. Sure. But I think at the base of the show, it's about free will versus determinism. For sure. And so 
they tell it in a fucked up way. Yeah. But it's, it's like, humans are here. They're on a loop. They create artificial intelligence. It's on a loop. Artificial intelligence wipes out humans. They're still on a loop. They don't want to leave. They're used to their artificial intelligence, used to their bodies. They don't want to transcend. That's an, oh, I got another point uh, in a second, but they don't, they're used to their loop. And then you have outliers. But I think it's like, is that determined or are we making these choices on free will? Is there, like in this, we know in the simulation, uh, Christina Dolores is a storyteller. Yeah. They have no choices. The choices are whatever she's telling them to do. Yeah. So that's kind of the choice of like God, God's whatever. Do they give you true fit well or they get their it's determined what you're gonna do, or there's certain choices along a path that may may change, you know, outcomes. Sure. So I don't know. I mean that's kind of my look at it and and kind of based off the first five books of the Bible as well. But, I mean, that's just oversimplifying it because it's, I mean, it's really like, is it William's story? Is it Dolores' story? You know, early on you thought maybe it was Maeve's story, but, you know, we find out Maeve's just been programmed to do what she does. So, yeah, um, I don't know. The other nitpick I was going to say, yeah, they, talk, they mentioned transcendence like a few different times in there. There's no, you know, they... They spent like a lot of time in this episode explaining what we already knew. It was like, oh, this is what this and we like we know. Yeah. But it, it explained to other characters. I don't know. They could have took five minutes to explain what what the transcendence means. Like they never. No. It's just like oh, she's set to transcend, and you then, get like, to become an armless robot. Uh, yeah. Oh, wait. Yeah. What's the point of that? Yeah. yeah. Were well, your brain balls exposed? Like, yeah, yeah. You are more exposed now than yeah. you were in your human body. And you have no arms, so you can't shoot anybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't, you can't shoot people if you ain't got any arms. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's that would have been nice to. It's almost like they mentioned a couple times and they forgot about it. You know. <laughs> yeah, it's like they skipped an episode. <laughs> But yeah, it's like, and then all of a sudden, like Haloris at the end is like, "Oh, I'm good now. I gotta stop William." Man in black. She has a really quick change of heart for some reason. Yeah. So. Like, I get, like, she's all about control. and I'm, But this is the other thing for me that's so weird and so hard to understand is, like, there's, like, five people at the end of season two, starting season three. There's, like, five people with the same Dolores brain. That is correct. And. That's where you get even in season three and yeah. four because we never see we see Lawrence who they took out of the, Lawrence Dolores in season three, like out in the desert, like in one scene. Uh, and there's still some one other brain ball that we didn't know. Maybe that was the one under the city yeah, yeah, that yeah. simulation because we're assuming that Dolores Prime was killed, hooked up to Roboam. But who, who knows? I mean. They could have, like, like, Haloris, like, after that all happened, she just went back in there and got the brain ball from Dolores. Like, we don't know. Yeah. They didn't say anything about it. And, of course, my mind, I'm like, okay, so there's, like, five of the same person, and you're telling me they're all synced up, and not one of them is, like, fighting for control over the others. I don't know. I'm just so used to more of, like, a battle royale, like, one winner takes all. Well, I mean, it was interesting to see, like, you know, Hale... The Dolores Pearl that was put inside Hale. How she kind of turned into Hale in that body. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And because she's about, I guess, her family that was, even though they weren't her family, and the scars, the burn scars on her arm. Yeah. And then even, even fake William that was just copied from that William is like. It was kind of Dolores William programming. Yeah, it's like base code of Dolores, and then you sprinkle. William but, sprinkles on top. And then he and then turn, he at the over. end he turns into the man in black. Yeah. Like it the it's almost like the evil Well not even the evil one takes I guess so the evil ones usually take over. Um and then like Dolores had a change of heart. Haloris had a change of heart. 
But like what Man in Black never did. He got so fucked up from Dolores in the first season that he just went. <laughs> yeah. He just broke bad, right? Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he, he so, broke. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's this was a tough finale, but I still thought it was an overall good season. Yeah. I really hope it gets picked up. It definitely, the, it it got better as it went along, and then then dropped off a cliff, and then dropped off a cliff. But yeah, definitely for me, number two season of the four yeah. so far. Yeah, I agree. Um. Anything else on Westworld? No. It'll be... I, I did see something about, like, the clue that they will do a season five is, like, as the train is pulling into Stillwater, like, the number on the train is a five. Oh, really? Yeah. I, it's just a little comment I read somewhere, and I'm like, well, that's a little convenient, but... Um, I had to I, see if the, if the Stillwater train... Is always the first a season is a five. Yeah. Or was it one? Was it a one? Yeah. Yeah. And then... Was there a number on the train as they pulled into Prohibition? Yeah. What was the Temperance, name of the Temperance. Temperance. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. We, we were watching that episode last night. I didn't even pay attention. We'll have yeah. to look. Got to go back and look. Um, I know there was also an interview to go check out. I read the first, like, I think the Hollywood Reporter had an interview with Lisa Joy today. Um, or early this week, sorry. Um but go check that out as well. Yeah, I'll read that. Yeah. Uh, any final thoughts? You want to say anything to um, the new guy is in charge of Discovery Plus? If you're going to do it, don't fuck it up. <laughs> yeah. Please bring it back and give them, I want to say give them all the money. Yeah. Maybe not. I still want to see and, Tokyo Vice. Don't give them all the money. Yeah, well, that's a Max original, though. Oh, it is a that's Max original. Been, those are yeah. ones that are being axed first, so... Hopefully Tokyo Vice season two comes back. Yeah, they did confirm it, but let's hope they finish it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If yeah, any well, message. Well, Batgirl was filmed. Yeah, that was almost never going to be released. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, Michael Keaton was in that supposedly yeah, the best Batman. Yeah. Which, by the way, the Flash is really going to get fucked up. I don't know if you heard about that. No. Yeah, because Ezra Miller went off a cliff like Westworld. Oh, no. In the last episode. Yeah. Anyways, the guy that plays The Flash, he, like, went crazy. And so now, like, they're like, cool, we might get away with it. It's like, no. <laughs> they're bringing Michael Keaton back as Batman. I want to see that because it's a different universe. Yeah. Because now all the comic book stuff is multi-universe stuff. But anyways. Yeah. Oh, God. I don't even know any of that. But <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Let's hope they do a season five. Let's hope they do it right. 50-50. But I'm going to be optimistic. I bet it's going to be great. If it comes back, I'm excited. Yep. And I think it's going to be great. Yeah. And... We're all going to be disappointed because it's going to end and the acting is great and it's never going to live up to our expectations. But I want to see it and talk about it. Yep. But yeah, appreciate everybody for joining today. Um, You know, we just talked about Westworld. Be sure to catch our next episode. We'll be talking about For All Mankind and the stellar. I cannot wait. No pun intended. Season finale that that was. I can't wait. We're going to talk about that. It was explosive. It was so <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be great. Yeah. So be sure to, uh, you know, tell everybody about our podcast. I'm sure you already subscribed, but, you know, tell everybody we're on everything. Spotify, Google Pod, Apple Pod. You know, follow us on Instagram, Can We Kick It Pod. Send us an email, Can We Kick It Pod 1 at gmail.com. Go to our website, kickingitmedia.com. And as always, 